So as I was about to post this new episode of We Don't Bang to the internet, I realized, oh my god, me and Megan forgot to record an intro. So here I am alone recording the intro to what I think is a really incredible episode of We Don't Bang. Uh, We have a special guest, Kate Imperio, a.k.a. The Anal Artist. She's a performance artist that literally does paintings with her asshole. She puts a paintbrush in her asshole and creates art that is beautiful. We talk to her about that. We talk to her about heroin. We talk about suicide and Anthony Bourdain and why this keeps happening. Um, It's a really intriguing episode. I'm really proud of it, and I can't wait for you guys to check it out. So let's get to it. Episode number 26 of We Don't Bang starts now. And we're on. Check. Did I ever do check? You do it right now. Check, check. That sounds great. Great. Perfect. All right. We have a guest. I know. This is very exciting. So, Kate, you you do the introduction. Yeah, introduce yourself. Oh, I do the introduction. No, no, no. You don't do the introduction. Huggies. We need like a band for our podcast so she could like come on like it's a late night show. Can you just do an introduction, please? This is Kate. She's Kate Imperio. Okay. And she is an artist. Okay. And you can find her on Instagram at the anal artist. Okay. And take it from here. What what exactly is it that you do? What exactly is it that I do? I wish I knew, to be <laughs> honest. Um, like you said, I'm an artist, but I feel like that's all an all-encompassing term. Um, I've always been a performance artist. It's just kind of changed forms over the years. And as you know, the hosting class. Mm-hmm. And so that's how, they, that's how you guys know each other. We're in class. Yes. Yeah, we take classes together. Yes. Okay. yes. So uh, that's that's been kind of what I've been focusing on for the past year. Um, Where are you from? I'm from New York. You got a little bit of an accent. I do. Yeah. It, it comes in and out, but I get off the phone with my parents and it's like, all right, coffee, we're talking, everybody. <laughs> so like, you go hard after Yeah, I go bathroom. Yeah. Like, it, it's, yeah. What part of New York? Uh, Long Island. Did oh. you move here to LA straight from New York? No, I lived in Santa Barbara. Okay. And so. you just moved downtown, what, like two months ago? Yeah. That's awesome. So Welcome. you've been in LA? Wait, so you've only been in LA two months? Yeah, since March. So you were doing this class traveling from Santa Barbara? What is that? Community? Everyone does the same thing to me. They're like, are you crazy? Like, yeah. And a lot of people don't even know how far away Santa Barbara is, but like yeah. anything outside of LA to someone in LA is like five hours away. Well, like, so he, so the truth well, is... Well, because within LA, it's like... 30, 45 minutes everywhere. Totally. And the truth is, my bad is that I'm terrible with geography. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's two hours. It's, yeah. It, but it all varies depending on time of day. In my brain, yeah. all of those places, like Palm Springs, Santa Barbara, San Diego, yeah. all of the places outside of Los Angeles are two like two hours yes. away. Yes, yes. Okay, so it's like two hours away. Now, you right. said that you are a performance artist. Yes. How would you define performance art? What, what exactly... Would you consider okay, perfor- a performance artist? Performance art is... I feel like that's such a broad question. It is, it is it, but, and, but it is and it isn't. It's a broad term. Uh, performance can take a variety of, I guess, like uh, venues, like in public, like where like people are watching you like do a one-time performance. So like when I started doing performance art, I would do that like... I was uh, at UCSB, like, I had, like, somebody, like, duct tape me to, like, Stork Tower in, like, a Batgirl costume, like, Spider-Man got me, and I was just, like, there for, like, hours, like, wow. stuck to the wall, like. But, like, so what's what's the point of that, for example? Um, It's, like, what is that doing? That is, <laughs> that is uh, changing everything around me. 
we're like for for ways that I can't even imagine. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe I just like make somebody laugh that day, but I basically change the rhythm of everybody's day from around that point. You know, okay. like I really like this. I really like that explanation of it. In yeah. Terms. It's weird. Like I feel like I never give myself enough credit when it comes to art in general. General. Like I'll go to an art museum or like some art performance. Yeah. You know that. Like so, I'm a theater person. Okay. So like that isn't like a play or like comedy or whatever something a little abstract and I always second guess myself like I'm constantly just like what is that supposed to be <laughs> and then like all like my first instinct I'll be like oh that means that and then I'm like no that can't be that and then I'll be just like looking around at everyone around me and then like just like mimicking their expressions so like I feel like I never really quite understand but what you just said if it's just as simple as like maybe well, it doesn't me. have a meeting. That's that's just that's just right. me because I I feel like like you know it's it's into the uh, whoever's viewing its hands like however they take it is like they take it where it's yeah. like what does this mean like I used to have a lot of meaning behind my pieces where I'd like come up with like some like idea and then I'd like perform it and then either like video like uh, you know record it because this is like performance art sure but there's different mediums than a viewing experience like live being in this room or like the recorded version visual or audio that'll be played live or you know like played later online at some point in time yeah and uh as time went on like i was like what do i really stand for and i'm like i don't fucking give a shit like fuck everything like yeah. so i just started like having really no meaning like deep deep meaning behind things and it was kind of just like it's whatever you want it to be like you know take what you like leave the rest like i just, also like the concept of yeah creating an audience like, if you perform on the spot, people become audience members who five minutes prior had no idea they were going to be experiencing yeah. something artistic. Or it can also be interactive, like, where they're now, uh, you know, interacting with the experience and becoming sure. part of the art piece, you know? Yeah. It's, well, that, it's, I really like what you said, just how, even if it's just changing the rhythm of somebody's day. It's kind of like that wavelength thing, you know, like, yeah. where it's like, you know, pay it forward or just like, you know, like, I... I'm a big firm believer in like if I drop my pencil, like someone in China picks their nose, like as a result, you know, like just the effect, the domino of, effect of yeah. yeah. And so even that is like amazing in and of itself. I love that. I love that. That's really interesting. Yeah. Now, what there's a famous performance artist. She's one of the most famous ones, and I can't remember Abramovich or something like that. I go, God, I got, I got to look her up. But I, I, I wish you knew her name. But she used to do things where she would like literally lay out on a table and she would put things on the table like a gun and a knife and literally the the art was you can do whatever you want with me with these items and it was kind of, I wish I knew her could name could you do literally whatever you wanted with those items that's i guess the question and the point of the art 100% but i also wonder like if she really was like right so like right but, but yeah uh a lot of the stuff that I do uh, is always kind of like on that line of like, is this porn or art? Which I feel like is kind of what that is. Yeah. Um, Would you say is this if on, it's is porn? It, if it's porn or art, like on that fine line. And I love like kind of mind fucking the audience, like okay. being the viewer and just being like, should I be here? Like, should I be getting aroused? Is this serious? Like, what is this? Like, am I fucked up? Because I want to put this gun in this girl's <laughs> vagina right now. Like, you know, like, yeah. but like I, uh, Deschamp is one of my favorite uh, artists of all time. And like, you might know uh, his uh, urinal piece. I don't explain it. Uh, it's basically just a, uh, you know, like a urinal. And it says, it's written on it, R. Mutt, 
but it's just the urinal piece just like on the ground and like that's it and like that's art like just like that urinal on the floor in the middle of a gallery you know what I mean yeah this is a pretty famous thing because I feel like I do know of this yeah Yeah. and so it's kind of like saying like anything is fucking art you know what I mean like and can be seen in a different way than just for what it's purpose to be like to pee in totally yeah I feel like I I always been so like I guess cynical when it comes to this stuff like if like again I bring up going to like an art museum and it's like there's like a there's a canvas of just like a red box on on the wall and I'm like you're that person you're like I could do this well I mean I hate to say that because that is my immediate my immediate instinct reaction is to be like all right all right let's take a second let's calm the fuck down this person is saying that they're a goddamn artist calm the fuck down like that's my initial thing do you know I totally know what you mean because that is usually my initial thing too or it's it's evolved over the years but especially with painting I think because I find it like, you know, how hard is it to make a circle? Like we're sculpture. I'm like, okay, like I don't know how to sculpt things right. yet. Like or like put stuff in a kiln or like do, you right. know, certain uh metal workings, but stuff like that totally. And I'm just like, motherfucker, I could have just made that and been famous and totally. like Totally. You know? <laughs> yeah, when there's something with like such crazy detail and then it's obvious that this person like it they it's a skill. Yeah, it's but like, it's it's obvious. usually the first of its kind is what I, when I started to actually learn art history yeah. and just how things sort of, you know, were developed over time. And then you learn about how like that was like the first person say maybe that made a circle in the middle of a, of a square and maybe they used toothpicks or like maybe sure. they like, right. you know, there's some aspect of it that was new, completely new at the time. Whereas now everybody just does that and right. we just see it as kind of normal and like whatever. But I think that's like where the, the history comes in is like why that's important. Yeah. Have you ever seen Jackson Pollock? Mm, I'm he sure. did like the splatter, oh my yes. God. The splatter yes. yes and I and I love Jackson Pollock and I I love the fact that they were just on the floor and there's like cigarette butts and like rat poop in some of them like where we just splatter paint on the floor but he was the first one to you know splatter the paint to do that and so that's why and that most so people famous. would say like what the fuck he just splattered paint but you didn't do it first. He exactly. did it first. Totally. Yeah. It's kind of well, it. When you think about it like that in those terms, I'm like, okay. Like no one it. was going, everyone was like all hardcore with their palettes and like painting, you know, like yeah. no one was just like throwing shit at the ground. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's I get that. pretty interesting. By the way, the person I was talking about is Marina Abramovich. Have you ever heard of her? I have not. I don't think. I feel like I have. I have. She's like kind of reached. She's like, one, like I literally Googled performance art and she's like the first person it, that she, comes up. Did she do stuff in a box? Like did she put herself in a box for like a day or something like this? Yeah, she's done a lot of oh, like yeah, I think, things I think like that. I know a lot of stuff that yeah. she's done but probably not by name. By name. Yeah, same. Yeah, she's kind of cool. All right, no, so then totally. I want to get into what you do. So then your background is you started, where did you start? Like where did your art form start or like where did you how what's your progression into what you do now um okay go try to go real fast you don't you can take your no time. take your time no i know but I it's such start... a nutshell of nonsense yeah. that yeah. like i am a bad storyteller as well but so, we can help you i love <laughs> what, what were you doing when you were four I love, years old well, i i know right um that's where i want to start i want to start you want to start as a child i mean i don't mind is that no? We don't. No, have it's to. fine. Hey, I don't care. Let, uh, let's do this. I'll, we'll do this. We'll do this part first. The, okay. the art 
nonsense. And then we'll work back. Yeah. If we feel interested. Exactly. So now if I don't ask you about your childhood, you're going to feel <laughs> Then like I know interested. that I failed and yeah. that the audience okay. is long gone. <laughs> this better be good. I don't think it's that. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck so this I up. I think the human brain is fucking fascinating. Like the okay. human mind's like cause and effect, like, you know, fucking with people, like for fuck's sake, like pushing the boundaries and just like what the human mind is capable of. I just find it fascinating. Totally. And so I went to school for psychology and I was going to be done like in my junior year and I wanted to, I didn't want to leave like school then. I'm like, I want to keep going. So I added on art as a major. And at the time I was really interested in art therapy, which at the time was also only being used for like severely traumatized children. Like you see in like Law and Order SVU and they're like molested and they're like, draw a picture. Right. Or, like, someone that, like, has a severely injured jaw and, like, can't speak and they're in the hospital or, like, they can't speak English. Like, they would use it for those types of cases. And where, like, I saw the potential of, like, you know, like, all people should be able to freaking, like, you know, make an art piece, like, in response to anything as as therapy. Because how many times do you walk away from a conversation and you're like, motherfucker, I wish I would have said that and that Mm -hmm. and that and that. And then you're like, you're not done. Like, when you go to a therapist, even, like, you have so much more to say afterwards. You're like, oh, man, I should have said that. When you make an art piece, like... When you're done, like you're done. You know what I mean? Like you work on it until you're done. Well, how do you and know when you're done? You know. You know it's what I'm just saying? instinctual. Like, you, yeah, you, you, you know, like when you're done, yeah. you know, cl- like cleaning your living room or like, or, you know, putting your furniture in here. Like, you know, when you're done, you know, yeah. when you're not done. And when you're yeah. done, it's finished and you put the, put it up on your refrigerator yeah. or like you're done. I know, yeah. but it can be tricky. So I don't, I'm terrible at visual art, but I'm a musician. Okay. And so like I've recorded some songs. But it can be, for me sometimes, though, a yeah. little bit tricky. Like, if you're a perfect, you're like, oh, maybe I'll turn this up a little bit. or turn- Oh, is it right? Is it perfect? But it, at some point, you just have to let go of it. And there's something really freeing about that. And when you finally put it out into the world and you're like, this is for everyone yeah. Well, I kind of feel like that's the difference between, like, a visual art thing as opposed to, like, a live performance. Well, no, like- it's, a, it's the same thing, though. I think it's more of, like, the specialized skill, like, where you're a musician as opposed to, like, someone, like, that has never really played anything before and they're using it as like an, uh, a means of therapy and like being yeah. therapeutic. Um, but uh, I guess like when you're creating a song, like there's usually like something behind that, too, sure. like a feeling, maybe a relationship or like yeah. whatever's going on. And so you put all of that into that thing. And until that thing really like, you know, stands for what you set out to like or whether or not you're done with the emotions involved like in that experience, you know, like if you're not done, you're still thinking about that song well, and how to well, fix well, but it. Also, but then you're also playing, you're also singing that song again yeah. multiple times. That's, it's, it's the same with like comedy, right? Like doing like I'll write a bit and I'll do I'll perform it and then like but it's kind of always evolving in a weird yeah, way, even sure. though like it is set. Like once I and that progresses and it will get to a place where I'm like, okay, this joke is done. Yes. And then it's essentially done. But like how I'm feeling that day is going to come out in how I say that joke on stage. So like that's what I'm saying with live performance. It's kind of like always kind of changing. We're like. Well, that's when you're also perfecting something like think of the average person, though. They're not sitting around like making a joke and going out on stage or like a song. Like, so I think it's like more of like when it's a developed skill set, it kind of differs it a little bit when you're when you're, you know, like you're what do you call like not not a novice anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah, When you got your 10,000 hours in there. Right. But 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 yeah, no, I totally I totally know what you mean. The 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 
practice of doing it is always affected by, you know, what's going on. And that's the perfectionist, too, where, like, I get I, – Marky kind of helps me with that because, like, I will sit and edit something or work on something. Like, I was doing stand-up for a year and manage yeah. bands. Like, it was just like – and I was – at a certain point, it's like somebody's just got to go, go. It's done. Move yeah. on to the next thing. Mar- like- and Marky's our teacher. She's amazing at, like, bringing out the yeah. spontaneous yeah. self because, honestly, people will connect with that feeling yeah. more. Th- if you overthink things, you, totally. you kind of lose what you were trying to say in the first place. Yeah. And I was going to say, too, it's interesting about music, though. There's there's two different aspects to it. Like, there's recording a yeah. song where you're like, put, all right, th- I'm going to make a thing that's going to be the representation of what I want to express. And that's what they're going to hear forever. And then there's the performance element where you have an audience in front of you. And, and that's a completely... What you do in a, yeah. a recording booth is totally different than what you do in front of an audience, and that's totally. kind of interesting. And I wanted to say, too, with music and comedy, and I always find this interesting, when I perform music, people like to hear things that they're familiar with. Mm-hmm. But when I see Megan perform comedy, I want to see new jokes. Well, I mean, I'm friends with her, but like, I, I like to see her progress yeah. with what she's doing. But yeah. like comedy, the art of it is that you're surprised. That's where humor comes from. Oh my God, they took it there. That punchline was not to be expected. And that's what makes sure, it but, funny. Yeah, sure. But then there, there also is, I mean, it's the same, it's the same thing. People want to, the reason why it's funny is because they're, it's, uh, they're familiar with it. Or you. A lot of it is is familiarity with you. Yeah. And I notice with a lot of musicians nowadays, because like recording is so easy, like I've like managed bands where I've literally had to like stand in the front and get like the singer to like be a lead singer and like command the audience. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just like, you know, just standing there and not really, you know, playing a great song, but like no one's like performing and engaging the audience. And with stand up comedy too, I can imagine like if you don't get involved oh, if you don't yeah. get the audience like into whatever the hell you're you're saying it's just about being into you and you can say whatever 100 well that's why i always say like my whole thing is before i get like get into like my set i'll like my first minute is always just dedicated to kind of like getting to know the audience yes so it's like having them get to know me so like whether that means i'm talking about my current circumstances like oh i know this outfit is weird or like <laughs> yes. oh like did you guys experience the bathroom or like do you know what i mean like yeah. whatever the case is like just to have that moment of like let's get to know each other let's feel comfortable okay so now listen to me yes like we're all very selfish yeah. I mean, we need someone to pay attention to us yeah. in order for us to be interested totally. and you hope 100%. by doing that that the audience connects with you on something that's specific to that moment right now that yeah. like only you guys can share in yes. that first 30 seconds totally it's yeah. pretty interesting yeah and it was funny how you mentioned yet, yeah, like how you had to push some lead singers and stuff. See, to me, that's my favorite. I would rather be in front of an audience. I live for that. And I think one of the most fun things as a singer or performer of any kind is realizing you can do whatever you want. I know. You can literally, I could wear a funny mask. I could take my shirt off. I can go into the crowd. I can stand on a chair. Like, I used to whip the drummer in a muzzle in chains and a dominatrix outfit from around the block to from the venue, like all the way there. Like, really? And like through the venue and like up through the stage. Like this one man that I managed specifically, like uh, I incorporate a lot of performance art, like hardcore and costumes and shit like that. Like his lead singer was also very uh, eccentric like that, but, like, we we complemented each other very well in that regard. But, yeah, it's just, like, about, like, how far you can push the boundaries of, like, what people can experience. Like, they don't even know they can experience that and music at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, and it's like, hey, like... As a performance artist, though, what is who are some of the best bands you've seen where you're like, wow, this is actually creating something new and interesting? Like... 
Some of the best bands I've seen. Well, definitely the band that I they manage, the DTs. Like, we brought it to the craziness. Um, trying to think. Uh, well, I know, like, Gogo Bordello, like, brings, like, a whole kind of uh, aspect to it that is a little bit different, like, involving costumes and, like, some... Very uh, high energy. High, yeah, very high energy and, like, getting the audience involved. And, like, was it them? I think it was them, like, where they, they had all these, like you know, uniform movements, but, like, in these crazy, like, just, like, costumes, like, for different songs that, I don't know, it it just, like, it brought a whole level of, like, performance art aspect where, like, they could just do without that, too, and just be still as exciting and, like, inviting and right. all that nonsense. Um, damn, you really caught me off guard here. I'm, like, Well, I want to get back to, I mean, <laughs> no, think, no, I'm always, I mean, like, no, 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 think go, about, go, no, 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 totally, awesome and though. think about that, and I don't know them. I'm, like, no, no, are, they're, like, this, how do you, they're, like, gypsy they are rock? gypsy punk. It's gypsy a weird, punk. Should I, should I and I know, to them and I, like them. I don't really I like, like listening to them by themselves. I like being at their shows, which okay. is, like, a total other thing, too, where I like seeing certain bands, but I don't like listening to them. Yeah, there's, exactly, and that's where the performance element really, you can't capture that on headphones. You have to see it. It's, it's a sensory experience on multiple levels yeah. as opposed to just listening to something in your headphones. Yeah. I think you would I think you would like the lead singer, Megan. Like want to have sex with him? I think maybe. Yeah, I mean like you okay. you, you probably would it? yeah, you okay. probably wouldn't not want to. Okay. You know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. All right, I'm into that. Check him out. I'll check him out. So what were you going to say though? Oh wait, so I want to get back to uh, how you got into what you're doing now. So okay. you, you were talking about um, you were in school and then you wanted you didn't want to leave. So then you stayed art in therapy. Art therapy. Totally. Right. So then I um, then I ended up uh, like working there in the psych research department and doing uh, constructing stimuli and like running studies on facial recognition. Um, and then uh, you're and very interesting. <laughs> I'm like, That's, why do you think she's like our first I'm big like, guest? Every time I'm in class, with her, I'm like, I need to have Kate I just, on like, the podcast. Already, like we're only through like a third of your life, and I'm just like, I suck. What? <laughs> no, <you're laughs> like I'm like, what have I done? I'm like, oh, I went to theater school. Oh, I'm the cruise ship. Cru- oh God. Mega worked on a cruise ship. I can't. I did. I did. Oh my god, that's amazing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, continue. Then you can ask her. Oh god, it's like you. Okay, just go. I'm really in awe of you right now. Please keep. Please keep talking. Um, Yeah. Okay. So then uh, I was I was doing that, and at the same time I was developing a really nice heroin addiction. Okay. So then (laughs) wait, can we talk? What is you you were working on facial recognition for? Yes. For what? Um. For uh, we were getting a lot of funding from. NASA and other programs to be able to like you know computers and robots like recognize faces mm-hmm. but it also has to do with you know autism research because uh, uh, I ki- uh, basically they find out that like autism autistic kids learn best from seeing other autistic kids so like even just like on a computer an autistic kid like teaching a lesson like the kids more likely to like look at them in the eye and stuff like that also facial recognition is ingrained like in us as humans in terms of being out in the wild and having to like identify like who's part of my tribe and like who's an enemy and stuff like that and so they were doing a bunch of research to isolate like which areas of the face are most important like for that recognition and it's like you look at the eyes first and then you look at the nose and then the mouth and the chin like so you usually end up looking like right here to get the most information there's other there's also other like things like that we get from faces um so like 
which is gone now, but like pheromones, you know, like finding a mate that's like a good genetic match for you. Like another way of being able to tell that is uh, facial symmetry. So like somebody that has facial symmetry has like yeah. really good genes and is yeah. like healthy. So your brain like totally kicks in on somebody that's like symmetrical features like and you would want to meet with them and you wouldn't even know why. What do you think of Megan's facial symmetry? Do you think I, she's got some facial symmetry going. Some. Some. Because like I have like a I have like one eyebrow and eye that are completely different shapes and like yeah they i don't know like if you notice that so i don't I, notice that. yeah on on me do you notice that on yourself yeah okay good well i, don't I wanna... definitely have an eye my eyebrows are not totally different yes or are totally different my eyes i don't know maybe it is just your eyebrows that are throwing me off but my eyes are two totally different like one looks lazy like, i have a lazy eye i yeah. have a lazy eye I think <laughs> I do like, too. Yes, you Wait, do. Wait, do I have no, a lazy I was, eye? I was agreeing that, like, yes, I have that. I understand. <laughs> I like, like, you definitely have a lazy eye. Uh, my lazy eye comes out on photos sometimes. Do I have a lazy eye? I th- I don't know. I think you're fine. How's my face symmetry? You're you're you don't have crazy symmetry, but like so that means I'm a bad mate. N- it doesn't mean you're a bad mate. It's just about like the genetics <laughs> no, and like your genes. Like, it's people- just, just one aspect too. Like there's waist hip ratio and like uh, chest to shoulder ratio. Interesting. But like when you look at somebody and you're like, oh my god, you know how they're just like perfect people. They're yes. like, god, that person. Oh uh, yeah, everyone you- in LA. Yeah. Well, but like you know, how is that person so fucking beautiful? And the reality is, they have perfect symmetry. Or they got enough plastic surgery to make that right. So yeah. what Brian said is because we're in Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, I like, go to the gym and I'm just like, ugh. So I always wanted there to be like an app that you know how when you're like, God, I know that person. How do I know you? I want there to be an app where it's just like you you hold it up to their face and the facial recognition is- it tells you exactly who that person is. Well, and gives if you-, you upload a photo of them like to Facebook, like won't it automatically yeah. suggest who it is? So you could like kind of fake doing that by like posting like a private photo. So that or, kind like- of already exists. It's well, so all funny. that facial recognition is gone into stuff like that, where like Facebook, like it'll like you know try to recognize your friends and photos and all that nonsense. Do you think and, that uh, app would be a hit if I like? Um, I can't imagine why it wouldn't be because like, I honestly am the worst at knowing people's yeah. names. So I am like, even with the, when I was meeting people for music industry, like the last thing I actually did was like meet the person in real life. We'd like talk on the phone and like make hundreds of emails. And then yeah. I'd be like, is that the guy like yeah. over there? Like, so I definitely feel like that would help. But at the same time, like I, I don't want to know every fucking person standing around me. That's true. And how weird would it be <laughs> if you're just standing there and somebody came up to you and yeah, like, you're like held the phone. I, I, just, I, mean, I just mean, hey, you and what? like faking the conversation and walking away and just leaving it a mystery. Like, well, you would have to be slick. It's so funny that you said this. I'm literally writing a bit right now where I, I can't believe you said this, where I want Shazam for humans. Where, where it wasn't yeah. the bit yeah. wasn't necessarily about like facial yeah. rec, but, but just like uh, Siri, who the fuck is this? And you just kind of put your it's phone up to it. Yeah, I was just gonna say that it would work. It's, it would be funny. Hopefully, we would make it so it's not as because she's gonna be annoying when you have to like it has to listen for a minute. Yeah. Think of this. Okay, remember like when before track, like basically I think it was like on Google Friends or whatever, Hangouts, and it would be like where your friend is, like when that technology first came out. And like my first thought is like some crazy fucking boyfriend and girlfriends being like, you're three blocks away, you're not supposed to be there, like yeah. tracking you. Like, so say you like give someone the finger, like on the freeway, or like you like push somebody, yeah. like they're all like, 
oh, I got your name. I'm going to fucking call the police on you. Yeah, you know what I mean? It would be terrible. So I don't know. That there, that aspect of I don't really want people to be able to recognize me for like, you know, any little scuffle that might yeah, occur. Yeah, let's, let's, not, let's not make that app. Okay, we're right? not going to make the app. <laughs> right? Make Wouldn't the app. that Because I'm, I'm sure you were going to make the app. It sounds awesome. Very, and then I'm like, oh my God, fuck. I'm going to be like arrested every five seconds yeah. for doing totally. stupid. 100%. So you were working in facial recognition yes. and developing a heroin habit. Yes. How, how did that... W- how did that happen and I've how always, were you able to do the work and I've always been able to uh I guess be a productive like drinker user of kinds so like I'd always like drink on the weekends do coke on the weekends or like smoke weed but like when I was done with my work for the day or like right. done with schoolwork done with work like it was like the reward mm-hmm. I was like selling like acid and mushrooms for a couple years and so like how getting old are that we done now this, this is this is like up until that point because heroin is like where was oxy's and heroin the typical story for people nowadays sure. um, where it became like I needed to wake up and do that in order to like get through the be day. normal. Yes. So the yeah. time leading up to that, like I had the same kind of thing, like in college, right? Yeah. Like I, I felt like I was like a productive addict yes. in a way. Like I would drink on the weekends, I would party, cocaine, yeah. whatever. Um, but it was always on the weekends or after yeah. I was finished with something. Um. Like, how old are you leading up to the point where it became heroin in the morning, like, first thing? That was, um, I, I don't know my exact age. Well, it started with oxys, and it was like that, and it was, like, the middle of college. So maybe yeah. I was, like, 20 or 21. So um, did that path leading up to the oxys and that, was that, like, a fast track, or was it, like... No, no, it wasn't. Um, I mean... Yeah, it it really wasn't like the alcohol, cocaine, weed, like even hallucinogens. Like I was like my own guinea pig. It would be like taking them every day and like selling them and like doing good in school. So I'm like, oh, confirmation. Like I can still keep doing this. Like, but I always was able to like say like, you know, focus on what needed to be done. And with those... My ex like started doing it in the morning and I'd never really like woken up and like been like, I'm going to do a drug unless like I literally had nothing to fucking do that day. Was it, was like, it pills or heroin? It was, it was oxys to okay. begin with. I was snorting them. And then, you know, when oxys become like too expensive or hard to find, then I'm smoking heroin. And then. Well, so um, how fast did that, did the, and sorry, for, are, is that, are we good to ask questions? Oh, and get totally. Into this? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, how quick was that? The transition from like the oxys to the heroin, like how or like how long? Pretty quick, pretty quick, a few months, because like at that point they're interchangeable, especially when you're like smoking heroin and you're smoking oxys too. Like you you don't see it as like a difference. How do you smoke? Do you you like put heroin in with weed or do you just smoke or you smoke the black? I'm sorry. I've never I don't know how that works. No, no, it's all good. Um. So, yeah, out here is black tar heroin. So um, with smoking heroin, you put it on tinfoil mm-hmm. and, like, get, like, a straw or, like, hollow out, like, a big pen. And then, like, you put the fire underneath it mm-hmm. and then, like, kind of tilt the foil and the little, little thing just slides down and you follow the trail and smoke it up. And wow. That is how you smoke heroin. Awesome. Everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I can't wait to uh, no, try it. I honestly, I, I feel like no. I did not know. Cause I no, know some I people, know so you either. can snort it, you can inject it. You can, well, with the white, the black tar, like you can snort it where like you mix it with water and snort it, but that's just like disgusting. Yeah. Like just, 
nah. No. We're like white China, like in um, China white in New York. Like you, sn- you can snort it. It's like white powder. Yeah. But yeah. Well, so then, um, when did you feel like when you started doing oxys? Did you feel like you were like, oh, oh, I'm addicted? No, I did it. I did it. I did it one time. I did it a few times. Like, and it wasn't. It was once again. I didn't. You know, continue to do it like repeatedly. Um, but then, like I said, like um, my my boyfriend at the time started doing it and then like my other friends were doing it like every day and I was like still getting my shit done. So I just kept doing it. And then it was, you know, I was addicted to it and it, I was kind of just slowly going down the uh, down that path. Like I'd never done that before. Sure. Like I never like screwed up and like not gone to work and like sure. gotten fucked up or like just kind of skated so I think that was all new too you know were you kind of going through in your head were you like oh I'm fine were you like in denial or were you like aware and like oh shit I'm fucking up or like oh well, shit, I was I'm going- I was fine for a while yeah and um and I think you know in my mind, like, growing up, like, I never really believed anything that, like, anybody told me, like, and where it would be, like, on TV, like, my daughter died from doing ecstasy, like, the first time, and I'm just like, yeah, because if anybody dances for fucking 13 hours straight without drinking water, no drugs, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's why your fucking daughter died, not because of ecstasy, like, so, like, there's, like, so, like, certain things, like, like, weed's a gateway, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Booze is way more of a gateway than weed. Oh, my God. You're not gonna gonna smoke a blunt and then be like oh i need a bump of cocaine but or like rob somebody or like beat the shit out of them honestly when i'm stoned it's the healthiest i ever am like when i'm stoned i don't want to have a cigarette i I I reflect i don't want yeah i reflect i don't want a cigarette i don't want a drop of alcohol like i just want yeah like a hit of weed and i want to like think about life it's honestly the healthiest i ever am and here's the thing with (laughs) with with opiates too because i've i've done opiates before beyond um an addiction, you develop a physical dependency. Oh, like oh, 100%. you need it That's, to yeah. not diarrhea. Like literally, like you need it to. Yeah. So how, well, how long until that started? What the the, the physical? It? Like when? Well, the physical is like when I when I started doing it. You know, for three to five days, like consistently, like all day. Like it starts. You wake up in the morning and like you you're aching, and the first thing that you need to to get well to get up. Like to even just to feel normal and not to be high because you're building a tolerance too, but just to feel normal, you have to take as much as you would do to get high. And now you're just normal. So anything after that is like a bonus. You know, like I also never really liked like uh, downers. Like I always smoke like sativas and shit mm-hmm. like with weed. So like heroin, like like that, like even, I, even like Vicodins and like shit, I really wasn't into like because I never wanted to just like not do anything and just yeah. be like out. But we're like that all went out the window like with heroin. Like I was all down to just like not out. So like that was pretty quickly. Yeah, like once I was physically dependent on it, like that's when that's when, you know, shit was bad and I started doing it every day and then it just keeps And so you're going. living with your boyfriend at this point and yes. you're both in the same state, just waking up, needing it. Yes, um, but he he wasn't going to school or pretty much doing anything and I still was managing to do so. So, like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to be the first successful, like, heroin addict. Like, you know, like, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Yeah. Like, so, uh... <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, um... Were you doing art at that point, though, while you yes. were? Yes, yes. And do you look back on that art and still, are, are you proud of the art that you made? Yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely am. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, I, I think anything can influence, like, 
uh, I guess, like how you are, you know, the whole performance aspect mm-hmm. of it. So just like y- what you're on can also be influenced. Mm-hmm. But I am... Uh, I'm not one of those people that are like a, that, like are afraid that like if like they can't do anything without drugs, you know what I mean? Right. Like sure. Where they're like, I'm not going to be able to, you know, do anything. But I, I, yeah, I did some really cool art at the time. Then he like went away to rehab. Like his family took him away, and I was like, peace. Like I'm not like fucking looking for an intervention or anything like that. So I ended up like moving downtown and just learning to slam heroin by myself, and then was just slamming it every day. Wow. How and barely was- making it to class or like fall- or like all oh, my classes in the morning and just like being in there and just like nodding out. How oh long ago God. was this? Um, this was like 10 years ago. Oh, wow. So did you have so was there a what are they like a rock bottom moment? Like because you're you're clean. You're clean now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there there's uh, yeah, there was a rock bottom moment that got me like to this time, like right now. Um, and that, you know, that wasn't just that was when I was like brought to jail like multiple times. So like I never really thought that as like a consequence or like a possibility, you mm-hmm. know, like I don't know why I'm just like a moron. Like I know I never thinking like, oh, this is I'm going to get I'm going to go to jail. Like there'd be so many like close encounters that I'd like skate by with. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I went to jail a bunch of times and I got like four, I got police escorted to rehab and like forced to stay clean. And I was like, oh, no brain murder. Like, what were you going to jail for? Like for, for possession. Okay. And, um, they were trying to get me to, for intent to sell because I had like enough, I had like 30 or 40 balloons with me. And I'm like, I do that in a day. Like you have to be kidding me. Like, but they were trying to get me for selling, but they were like watching my hotel room so like no one came in or out like so there was like proof that I wasn't selling you know there's so you were living in a hotel at that point yeah because like when you're on heroin everything goes to shit literally figuratively like you can't shit and then when you're like you know like you said like when you're when you don't have anything then you do shit like crazy and but um I had like no power like I was like shooting up with a flashlight like it was like disgusting how many years was it that rough that or how long like 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 two years wow wow so i mean so what about your family at this point like are you we didn't get to that but are you close with your family and are you in contact with them during this and are you lying to them i'm totally lying to them but i've also been um like i faked my graduation Mm -hmm. um wait how do you fake a graduation like my family came out here and like i still needed like a bunch of classes like to take. (laughs) this is like the ultimate performance art the fake graduation and like they flew out here and i'm all like to my friend like yo like can i borrow your cap and gown Oh and like God. do like a whole diversion of like where like I let this girl borrow mine because like she didn't have money to get any so like I'm letting her borrow it and I'm, we need to go pick it up mom and dad I'll be right <laughs> back like and I go get the cap and gown and like walk in front on the stage or whatever and then just like go home and I like really wow. like, didn't graduate That's like amazing so, so like, you were at the graduation yes they never called you just kind of scooted yeah, up on stage. Yeah, like it was it's like uh, like the things that you do like like to get to be a drug addict are like beyond beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Like to get away with. And then sure. I was like I had like pre-packed like cuz I had to stay with them when my family when they came out here so I had like pre-packed like needles like with heroin already mixed up like in them so I could be like just ready to go wherever we were like wow. just fucking like but yeah, I was lying to them 100% like the whole time. Um, did they ever question it? Um, I mean, like I always got my shit done and then there was also just, you know, stuff with my family, like my, 
my parents being separated and just like stuff going on between them that I was like kind of like I'm not talking to both of you because of your own crap so sure. like there was more of a and I was also just a con artist like I was like getting Home Depot credit cards that you like no payments for four years going and buying like the most expensive thing at Home Depot and like going to the fucking pawn shop like every day wow. and being like my dad's in construction like here's this like <laughs> giant fucking like drill into the cement like machine like holy crap. you know like or like buying credit cards creative. and selling <laughs> i'm like that's a, an i'm option. not even joking i'm not like a screenplay on your life would be fucking really interesting because beyond this so you so you end up you do and end that's up, the thing i just think it's like normal so like i have no, no idea no it's like man like this no. is just like stupid shit no and you've come out but you've come out on the other side and you're yeah. you're I mean, really I intriguing and even in class, like we haven't even gotten in into class, like yeah. what it is that you do now. That's just so cool. But I, I want to hear the end of. So like, I just want to hear the. I'm sorry. The end. No, just I how just we got to hear, the other side. The, yeah, how we got to the we other got side. the other side. I thought it was a no brainer. Like, okay, prison for two years or stay clean for ninety days. Like, no brainer. Oh, did and they? Yeah. Was that a legal thing where they're yes. like, hey, you're either going to jail or you're gonna. Yes. So were you in an inpatient or? I was a, in a, yeah, I was an inpatient rehab. They police escorted me because I was like a high risk, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I was like, but regardless, so like I was in that place, and then. Um, I was on a weekend pass. I didn't like the way I was feeling. I got wasted, beat the shit out of somebody, like woke up from a blackout, like slamming heroin. And I'm like, whoa, like I haven't even drank in like four years, like and done them together. Like, how did this happen? And I continued to do it and brought it back into the rehab with me, got kicked out and then like was like homeless and like was on the street. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, fuck, like, what's your plan, Kate? Like the police are after you have like multiple warrants of like two years of prison hanging over your head, like. You have no money. You burned all your bridges. Like, what are you going to do? Like, turn a trick every day? Like, and try to fucking, like, stay well? And, like, 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 and I was like, oh, fuck, I can't, I can't stay clean no matter what the consequence is. And I can't use any drug and it not go, like, immediately back to heroin. what's just, like, I have chills. Like, also, just what a scary place to be. Like, were you scared at the time? Or were you, like. I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't really, like, scared because I was just focused on getting high. Right. You know, like, so none of that even phased me, like, but. When I when I had gotten to that like place where like I was like, you know, I was like detoxing and like thinking about like my next move and just being like and at that moment of clarity where I was like convinced like, oh, fuck, I can't stop no matter what the consequences and I can't even do anything and it not go back like where, you know, I can't like smoke weed. Like I don't even want to try that because I drank and I fucking like slammed heroin and just kept going. So then I decided like to get clean and I like detoxed and like. Um, in a hotel room and like check myself into like another place and like by the time I went to court I was like hey like I've been clean for this long even though I like escaped and like so when you're when you have no money right and you're in this state are there there are rehabs where you can go and check yourself in for free no okay so what do you so what do you do so then I was like hit up my family again that I'd already burned and like destroyed because now they think I'm doing good like and then I like you know am not and now they know I'm not how much is something like that how much is what? Like a rehab something. Oh my God. It can range like ridiculously. So this isn't a small favor to be asking people for. This is like a well, big. Well this one, this one, I moved into a sober living, which is basically just like you live there and it's not like a rehab. So it's like a much, 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 much less for like a bed and you can play like weekly. What does that mean? So, so wait, and you just do that and go to like meetings and stuff like that. Well, and yeah, then and they, then they, they drug test you. And for like two years to do this two year 
program with court and they had like an in they had like an outpatient program that I would go to. So sober living is the difference of that and rehab is just I don't under, I don't know. Sober li- so a re- so rehab can really vary like she said. Well, so there's like, like like let's say you're in prison you have no money it, you can go to like a real I don't want to say trashy rehab, but like it's tough. You mean, it's the, rough the, and you're tough. not in not in prison, but from there, like because you can get like propped out, like with Prop Thirty Six, like uh, PC One Thousand, like into as a drug treatment program instead of like because that's like the underlying factor of you robbing that bank is like you mm-hmm. were a drug addict, so like they'll allow you to do that, which is nice that they do that. I mean. God, how many times are people going back to jail because we're not actually fixing the problem? I mean, rehabilitation I mean, still, is huge. You're still not because even just with addiction, people think like, oh, I send them to rehab for 30 days and they're cured. And no, you got to like, work no. on yourself every... Like, it's one it's day rehab, at a time. Then it's, then it's yeah. Like getting like acclimated to real life after now And part sober. of that is sober living where okay. they so basically will like randomly test you. You have like a curfew, but then like, you know, you okay. stay there for like a month. You can get weekend passes and you're basically just like kind of living there with like... Like, and maybe you have a house meeting once a week and you've got to go to your own meetings outside on your own time. It's a place that you're living and people are kind of checking in on you. Yes. And, and, and no, and like I said, so the, the rehabs can range from like oh that God. really low like to obviously Malibu. Thousand, like, like, you know, yeah. like, like where Harvey Weinstein went for God knows what even his addiction was. Yeah. But like in Arizona, I mean, just like living the good life. But it's a it's a, like uh, a yoga studio and trainer so and like exactly. So they really yeah. vary. So then, so then now you're at this place and you're like, I, you ask your parents again. Yeah. And they're like, okay, like this is like, this it. is it. Like, and like, and, uh, and that's, and that's what I did. Like, yeah. and I stayed clean. So and so you've that's been awesome. clean ever since. I, yes. 10 okay. years. No, I've been clean for, I've been clean for Eight years in it'll be eight years in September. Congratulations. So awesome. It's so crazy hearing awesome. this story because obviously I've never known this side of I've, I I just know what I see weekly in class and it's just someone that's an incredibly intriguing, wonderful just every time you oh, speak in front of the class, I'm, I'm always <laughs> funny and just like I think part of that though, I mean going through all that has obviously made you the person you are. I mean, that's obvious, but it's pretty amazing. I'm what, really. Do you expect me to just be like some degenerate? Like no, no, no. no. which is nothing wrong with that. Like no. I'm just, I'm just wondering. No, 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 like... no, no, no. I don't. It's just, um, I've just never heard this story in detail, and it's absolutely fascinating. And yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so I mean, glad for, that you, to, you made it through. To be like to be homeless and to be in that situation, and then to come out of it. That's that's a huge thing. That's so awesome. Yeah, it it uh, it gives me a lot of perspective, especially now, like downtown, and like just like, I see homeless people all yeah, the freaking time, totally. and I'm just like, yeah, and you, they any they that it could be anyone, it yeah, could be, it could happen to anyone, it could be, anyone. and I have once I realized I was an addict, I finally understood like girl because like I'd never known someone that didn't do drugs or drink like sure. my entire life, like yeah. I didn't even think that was a thing. Like right. I saw a Seinfeld episode one time, like and they were talking about <laughs> like like the twelfth, the ninth step, like yeah. and stuff, and I'm like AA, I'm like I didn't know what that was, sure. but I like heard about it, and I heard about the people getting shipped off for like thirty days to a rehab and then coming back and like still fucking up, like. But so, like, I didn't, like, know it was, like, a thing. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. like It wasn't I, real. Like, to- like I'm like, like, who would ever fucking live like that? Or, like, yeah. what kind of life is that? Like, where, like, they must just be, like, morons or just, like, lames or, like, you know? Like, I didn't, I don't know. So, and then all of a sudden, it was yeah. just, like it, ha- like, it happened. Yeah. 
it's kind of nuts. That's crazy. That's awesome. I mean, and so then do you, what do you do? Are you just like, do you go to meetings now yeah. to help you? And okay. Yeah. I, uh, I still am involved, um, in, uh, in the pro- pro- recovery program and sure. like I go to meetings and yeah. I have a sponsor and I work steps Great. and I sponsor other people. Cause that's, you know, I can't, I can only keep what I have by like freely giving it away, you know, yep. like that's awesome. That, it mm-hmm. keeps me humble and it keeps me in check because mm-hmm. I can run off like I could be like abstinent and just be like yelling at people and like, you know, like a dry, it's a drunk. dry drunk. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So like it's like, you know, the, the relapse happens like long before the actual drug. So like yeah. I try to I try to keep it, you know, I always say too, um tell me if you agree with this. Obviously, a 12 step program is predominantly for addicts but don't you think anyone could apply the 12 steps to their life to just be a better humble person with a better I say understanding that every fucking day like because I, exactly like the 12 steps were developed like by like psychologists and at first like the whole god thing like really freaked me mm-hmm. out where i'm just like oh this is like a religious cult like back in like oh 1937 with predominantly white christian people like oh i get it you yeah. know but uh i realized that they did consult with psychologists like at the time like in developing it and um and Carl Jung had said that like people that um he studied under Freud and so he made that like people that have some sort of belief in something greater than themselves have like more happier and fulfilling lives. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean like a god. It's just like I am not the master of the universe. Yeah, the like, world is other, way bigger than you could ever imagine. Play, yeah. The ocean, 100%. whatever. And so it's just like just that fundamental element is like a huge part of it. And um and yeah, no, I totally think that like anybody can use it. And they have 12 steps on like, you know, like they have uh like kleptomaniacs and like, you know, gamblers anonymous. I mean, like, love and sex, love and sex addiction. Codependency, yeah. but just any human individual mm-hmm. that like is not dealing with some aspect of their life could totally fuck can use going through the 12 steps like just to totally. look inside sure yeah no one no, a lot of people never will see that side of them totally. that we're all like i'm not good enough friends with this person to tell them what's really going on but mm-hmm. like they're just walking around and not acknowledging well and and i'm gonna transition from here because um anthony bourdain just passed yes. away and he was an addict Still, still drank though. That was his thing. And generally, in these, pro- it's all or nothing. Like when when you stop heroin, you, you, right? I mean, they tell you. It's, I mean, it depends, it depends on the but person. But in the program, though, the program usually preaches. Oh well, it dep- yeah, it depends what like program. If you're involved, like in a program, like say like Narcotics Anonymous, like they say like alcohol is a drug. Like it's all drugs. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. So like where like AA is like alcohol, but like you know, in your brain, you could be like, oh, well, I'm not drinking alcohol, but I'm doing everything else. Right. But, I mean, it it all depends because some people aren't addicts. Like, they just, like, had, like, they just, you know, got really drunk one night and fucking went drunk driving, and now they got to do AA for two years. And they're not, like, an alcoholic. They can just take it or leave it, but they have, like, a bad few nights. Do you think think it is? You can be addicted to so many things. There could be, you can, that it's. I mean, heroin, though, it is is hard to go, like, backwards from that. But I have seen people do it, but it's usually, like, you know, for me, I know, like, I get drunk and I'm more likely to do anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So That's why I said, like, people say pot gateway drug. Please, booze to me is the oh, number one oh, gateway 100%. drug. So generally, it's kind of like coming off heroin and being a heroin addict. It's like, don't 
don't drink. That's like a general kind. Like I've, I've heard the much, phrase. Right? I, I heard the phrase. Once you're a pickle, you can't become a cucumber again. They kind of have phrases like that, and that I've heard. Well, I mean, I'm sure to... there's like one in a million. I'm sure there is that person, right, that can do it, and that's not an issue for them. But I think generally, I mean, right, alcohol. It's like duh. It lowers your it lowers your inhibitions. Yes. You and become... even if you've never had a problem with alcohol, like me, yeah. I didn't drink alcohol for like three or four years, yeah. never with heroin ever. And then I drink alcohol for the first time, and I slam heroin, and I'm right. like. I'm like, so I was like, oh, fuck, like, yeah. Yeah. one time, like, yeah, so, but yeah, Anthony Bourdain, and so he, he drank, l- lucky for him, he did drink, and it seemed, big part of his career, because, you know, food and beverage, huge thing, how long was he sober for, in, ter- well, in terms it, of her- heroin, opiate sober, I think, well, like, he also did a lot of cocaine, um, I read his book, Kitchen Confidential, oh, you did, okay, I, I, yeah. so you probably have more insight than all of yeah, us, yeah, yeah, so I believe he stopped, in the 90s, it's been a couple years since okay. I've read that book, and it's an amazing book. And obviously, his death has really shaken a lot of people because people really connected with him through his connection to food, which essentially connected him to all these wonderful cultures. Yes. And we kind of got to tag along. And I, it seemed to me that he was fine because you feel like you connect with him on this show, and he's he's very thoughtful and articulate and... He could be funny. He just seems so like even keeled. Like he. Yeah. So were you saying you were so shocked? I was so shocked, but then as soon as it happened, I was like, "Oh, I wonder if he was in a because I don't think you know generally people don't drink and are in a twelve step more times than not. That's not how it works. So I was, I was like, "Wow, was he? What was going on inside of him? Like, were are you familiar with him? Was it shocking to you? Like, it it wasn't shocking to me, and I'm not sure if that's like to him specific but where like I've like I've been there like I've like I'm bipolar too so like I've dealt with like depression and like all that nonsense and like wanting to be and being suicidal and drug addiction like so I know that it's like it could be behind anything you know like um it was super weird though uh I, I I had a couple realizations like over the past few days like with like um Kate What's Spade. her face? He paid first because, like, literally, like I told you, I, t- I was like, I need to get away from social media for like a fucking yeah. week. Like, everyone leave me alone. Like, I'm hibernating. Like, like just like and kind of getting in my head, like, kind of like depressed. I was like talking to my friend about it or whatever, and like you know, then like the next day, like Kate Spade said, and I'm like, maybe there's something in the air, like where I'm all getting all down, and all of a sudden, boom, and then boom, and I'm like, holy fuck, like, so that was kind of interesting in and of itself. Secondly, like I'm like, okay, so I, before they released how they died. I was wondering because I was like, hmm, now that I think about it, you know, uh, it seems to me that it's more, it would be more socially acceptable to say that someone committed suicide than they OD'd based on what we've learned from, say, like Prince um, and like, you know, uh, and uh, Michael Jackson. That is, you know what I mean? That's that's like, whereas like ODing is like, is like worse, but like, but like, like suicide sounds better. Like it gives more of like a legacy. Like you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like sure. romanticized. A, it is. It is. And even though it's not, and it's a serious thing. Like you think about it. Like all the famous, like most influential thinkers, like Jimi Hendrix. Like yeah. you know, well, like yeah, and this week on, I, I have been on social media this week, and just everyone posting the Anthony Bourdain pictures with all these quotes, like yes. all of his quote. And I, I love him, but I'm like, fuck, like. Yeah, I mean, he he had these wonderful and insights, I knew, but obviously had something. But since they wrong. said suicide like the first day, I was like, okay, it is actually, it might actually be suicide. But we got to find out the cause because when someone kills themselves, they usually announce their death, and then like five days later, they're like, all right, it was suicide, it was it was suicide, or it was an OD. Like they kind of keep that hush hush for a little bit, but um, 
I, I was just thinking like, okay, maybe it was pills and then they're just going to say that it was suicide and like not ODing because it seems like that but would be a better they, thing. They hang and they, that was some hardcore yeah. shit. They, they, do, yeah. they, they ballered their way out no, of there. The, everyone, it seems yeah. like everyone is hanging themselves. Hanging, your, hanging yourself is the baller suicide in my opinion. <laughs> like in terms of like the hardcore, like I know I mean, people that have done that. I've mm-hmm. tried to hang myself. You've and tried to hang yourself. the towel rack. Like, Okay, wow. so actually, so Brian and I, okay, so let, okay, we're going to take guys, the floor, Megan. Guys, I'm taking the floor. And guys, <laughs> I'm just letting the listeners know we're going to go dark. We're going to go dark. Let's go dark. Gonna, yeah, dark and dark hard now. So, uh, Brian and I were talking about it yesterday, like uh, the idea of when somebody wants to commit suicide, yeah. right? And how, and everyone seems to be hanging themselves. Chris and, Cornell, Chester Bennington, these so past Kate Spade. I, you know, I feel like I've thought about this. Well, I mean, mental health, whatever. You thought about hanging yourself or just no, suicidal I mean, little thoughts? I mean, thoughts? of course, I'm not getting into that, but okay. I mean, I'm happy to at some point, yeah, yeah, but whatever. Yeah, of course, I've dealt with depression my whole life, anxiety, whatever. And so, of course, those deep, dark, suicidal thoughts have sprinkled in here and there, right? I've never, ever been to a place of like, um, how could I let me seek a way of doing it? Like really, you know, right? Like if I was going to do it, how would I do it? I've never been that dark into it, but I think the furthest I've ever gone with a suicidal thought has been like, oh my God, everything just seems too overwhelming and I just can't deal with this anymore. I don't, I don't know how I can deal with this. Mm -hmm. That's, I think as far as I've gone with that thought. Okay. Okay. But Anyway, I didn't mean to make that about me. We That's were okay. talking. We were talking about like how you get there, and then looking it up. And so Brian actually looked up how to hang yourself yesterday. Uh, well, I looked because I, I find it intriguing that everyone's because let's say I wanted to commit suicide right now, and I, w- I wouldn't know how to hang myself. Like right. I wouldn't know. And I have in my brain, I th- I've all, I've thought about it in terms of like. I always think of like a shower curtain rod, you know, and like like a classic, like someone hanging themselves and hanging from something. Or like hangman almost. So like, yeah, like, like from a, yeah. Like, like a rope, like the classic thought. But, but then. Speed with the scarf? Come on, that's beautiful. I mean, by it, the way. it's very, it's very romantic. <laughs> no, it's very I was romantic. Like, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I was like, I was. I really was thinking that she was going to be like pills overdose, but like, no, she went out like a fucking gem, like fucking with a scarf, like, you know. So you said you've tried to hang yourself before. Yeah. How did, how? I don't remember what I used, like probably, like, I don't, probably a rope or or made a rope, like tied things together. Like, but I remember that I, I did it off the... Cause I, it was funny. Like I heard that like she did it over like on a door, and like, that's every, what everyone everyone seems to like, be doing. Everyone's like, "How the hell did she hang herself on a See, door?" I'm like, so it, confused. And this. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I tried to hang myself on a towel rack. It just broke off the wall. Like it didn't work. <laughs> like, so wait, what happened? You try possible. to hang yourself from a that's towel rack? That's what I've always thought. I'm always like, well, if I'm gonna hang myself from the bath, it's definitely gonna break. I'm definitely gonna break <laughs> the bathroom rod. There's no way it's gonna help, like oh hold my me God. up. Oh man! Okay. So wait, what happens? You hang, you try to hang yourself from a, a from a from a towel rack like on the wall. Yeah, and, and it the breaks. Tiles, br- like you know, like they were the tiles yeah. were built into, into the, the wall. Rod. The tiles busted out of the wall and came down, and I like, got this like scar on my leg. My mom's like, "We're leaving," and I'm like, "Okay." And then you just like, go on with like, so you downstairs and just like go on with your day. Like, yeah, like you just cop in the what, front what seat. What am I gonna do? Like. <laughs> 
I, if I'm gonna kill myself, like I don't want to fucking have her send me off to some right. like like do something with me. Like, oh my, oh my god, that's the thing too. It's like if I when I when I when you really want to kill yourself, you're not fucking telling anybody. Yeah, if when you when you want to get help, you tell let tell people. Totally. So do you think totally. so? Th- this is what I was wondering with Anthony Bourdain and the yeah. saddest part about these two suicides is they they both had children, and we'll, we'll get into yeah. that in a second. But do you think with what happened with Anthony Bourdain, based on your experience with attempted suicide, when when you did it, or do you think with him, was it a spontaneous moment where you're like, fuck this, or is it something that, do you think he had it planned out? Or because, do you think he just had a moment that was just, just so dark? Right, because I just think about like how, you know, I, again, have suffered from like, um, depression and things and my emotions can be out of whack and maybe bipolar and you know whatever and I you know at a really dark moment or at a crazy moment or whatever the case may be like you say something and that you regret or you know the, the next day you look back and you're like god I can't believe I was reacting like that I can't believe I was that in a dark of a place you know and like we all w- like ride these waves of emotions everybody so like if you happen to be a depressive person I think they're just more but extreme I think that that's the big one of the big problems is like you just said like a depressive person sure so like did you ever be were you ever medicated for any of these well things? so for me I've never in I never really took it seriously so I've never like but was it situational like we're like you know people don't understand that like sure. if someone dies or something bad happens like and you're like crying and moping for two weeks like that's that's normal, normal. right no 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 and i like, think i i totally know what you're saying or like a chemical imbalance like I where think it's I have like a chemical imbalance but i've never really sought like serious help through a psychiatrist and so it, when it starts to affect your daily life and being able to do things like same thing with like alcohol and drugs like sure. once it starts to affect like your day-to-day activities of like going to work like that's when it becomes like a problem that's when you sure. know you have a problem and like so some people don't you know reach that level but i think when you are you know, you have a chemical imbalance in your brain, that that's a completely different scenario than like the way that we've taken depression to be like such a, I'm so depressed or like depressive, like when it is a serious chemical imbalance that does need to be medicated. And there is like an 80% um, correlation with uh, people with mental illness and drug drug abuse. And Mm -hmm. the causality of that hasn't been discovered yet, whether it's like, you know, drug-induced mental illness or like the mental illness was prior and then people use street drugs in order to to self-medicate. Sure. Is like, like people don't know. And it almost seems that those things coincide with a lot of yeah. artists as well it's yeah. i mean i know my favorite artists were usually pretty crazy a lot of them were addicts so there's something i think that ties in well, so I'm just with that part of the brain when, when it comes to what the original question that you brought up of like, oh yeah whether or not it was a spontaneous thing or whether he like yeah, had this planned right i think that yeah. i don't think he i mean i don't th- like who am i to fucking suppose sure. what anthony Bourdain did you hear what he like, did by so the way i did not he used the, the he had a bathrobe and he used the the bathrobe belt and then he was on in the, the bathrobe. I don't know if he was in the bathrobe, but he used that, you know, yeah, what you yeah, tie yeah. up with. Yeah. That's what he used around his neck. Was also it- on the bathroom door. It seems like they're all using the door handles. The do- they're all. <laughs> I mean, the last chest. I know. Wait, I'm wait, not wait, trying to- The door handles? Yes. The lower handles. That's what I believe. I'm, I'm not certain okay. with Bourdain. Okay. But- well, all right. Well, I guess like... Um, I should preface by saying if you are going to uh, autoerotically asphyxiate yourself, it is going to usually be in that fashion on the door handle. Well, yeah. so that smaller door handle. So you think maybe this so, could have been a freaky freak thing? Maybe it was well, a mistake. Not, but, but 
it could be a it could be a mistake, but I think uh, and then that's a whole nother ball game in and of itself. Because is it worse for us to tell everybody that he like fucking died while like jerking himself off, or we just say lead singer of NXS died that way? Michael Hutchins was he yeah. naked? I don't. Every day we but get a new piece of the puzzle. But is it over the door or is it the do- like the small door? Like we I don't, don't know. know how their mansion door handles yeah. are. Like yeah. So it was in that, France. It was in a really nice hotel. I know, That's like all Jim I know. Morrison style. But the, I don't. Uh, I mean, I. I think every everybody that's that reaches that point and does it has been up to that point before. Um, and I know that uh, when you're taking uh, when you start to take um, antidepressants, like the number one thing you're supposed to watch out for is suicide because, like, if you're suicidal. You don't like you when you're de- like in depression. Like you don't fucking feel like moving, like or doing anything. So like, if I want to kill myself, like I just don't have the fucking energy to kill myself. And so like, when you start taking antidepressants, you get this immediate like your body feels good again, but your mind is still mm. fucked up, sure. and you're immediately like now you have the energy to kill yourself, and so you kill yourself because right. your mind hasn't gotten to the point where the medication is sort of That's kicked wild. in. That's wild. So this thing yeah. can happen when like you're doing something like therapy or right. like you know something in your life that's helping you and then you feel good and you're like I don't need this anymore like sure. and then you like fucking run yourself off the deep end um, when you're feeling good you know like, you stop taking care of yourself yeah and then you just kind of but I feel like when you kill yourself when you're at older age you probably thought about it uh, before you know what I mean mm-hmm. like you get to a place. well don't don't they say that like 75 80 percent of suicide attempts you don't succeed. And it's interesting because I haven't heard a story that I can think of where a celebrity attempted to kill themselves but then lived. They well, seem I to think, all be like, "Well, we're not going to hear I those stories." I think that's the you avail- could? yeah. I think that's the availability heuristic, which is like the same thing with people like committing suicides. We feel like we're happening all the time, which is just like the news is actually reporting those things now, like as opposed to like 40, 50 years yeah. ago, where like right. there might have been that many child abductions and like crazy shit going on, but we just didn't hear about it because the news wasn't like, "What is the craziest thing we can put on TV?" Because it's yeah. the only thing we care about right. like paying attention to yep. um so uh wait i'm sorry i lost my train of thought well, no wait, it's, what a, it's okay the thing you just said I mean, we were just i don't we wait. were just kind of reflecting we on, on the suicide about thing. just the idea of i was just saying i was well, saying how I'm, you can go sorry sorry no it's fine i'm just i mean we've kind of all been talking about the same kind of thing i guess like it, it I was thinking about like so Kate Spade's letter right to her daughter and okay. so like that I, I don't know about the letter to the daughter so but I don't really know much in detail so okay. forgive me if whatever all oh, the I, attempts real quick so the attempts. oh yes so go back <laughs> no yes yes okay please. what fucking celebrities attempt is going to be made public that's what Megan was well, just saying I, right yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. okay no no, no. right on right that's on sorry I just I didn't know where you were going but no. I was like wait we gotta we gotta well that's why I said I was like we wouldn't hear about that yeah well we wouldn't hear about that yeah they have people that literally are paid to clean that kind of thing up sure and we wouldn't hear about the like did like Kate? She d- attempted to kill herself, and nobody knew. Nobody yes. in your family oh, she, knew about she had that. attempted you before. Kn- I didn't realize that. Me? You? Oh no! Oh, Kate, yeah, oh, yeah. no I was thinking Kate uh, Spade. Uh, Kate Spade. Sorry, I got confused. <laughs> Maybe she did, but I think that's the thing where it's like the people that cry wolf, not like the people. Yeah. The people that look for attention because I feel like nowadays I'm gonna kill myself. Sure. It's like the response of like the crazy girlfriend or boyfriend, right. like, and you're just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Right. But like, where when you want to kill yourself, you're not telling anybody because then you're not gonna be able to do it. Right. If you want actual help, but you don't really want to kill yourself, you'll tell people that you do and maybe like, you know, seek help. I know that. And again, like 
just how I can relate to it. The times that I've ever been the most depressed or, or, and felt like I needed help. I couldn't, I can't do this on my own. I definitely sought help. You know, I talked about it. Like, I don't feel good right now. I need to talk about this. And I think... A lot of people do the opposite. A lot of people do the opposite. The people that really want to be done, want it to be over, aren't going to do that. It's just amazing <laughs> to me with... with- Bourdain, especially though, both of them. I mean, Spade, her her husband was in the house, which well, is I wild just, to a- me. But, but but no, but with Bourdain, I mean, he was in the middle of shooting his show. That right. was like Chris Cornell yeah. committed suicide right did they after do, he did- got off stage. Yeah. Like, was it in his mind while right. he was on stage, or did, or did one happen? thing happen? Well, I mean, it could be that that energy that I was talking about, like having like the physical energy, or like you know what, like I'm going out with a bang right now, or like. Yeah. Or like when you want to die, but like you you don't know if you have the balls or not yet, and then like you finally get like the drive, and I don't, and and maybe you go for it, but I don't think it's like the first time that you think about it. You're like, sure. all right, boom, let's go, like, because right. you've also like got to be <laughs> successful at it. Number one, like where I always think if I had a gun, I'd probably be dead already. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a gun seems to me like the like I know there's that's it. Like I can't really make a mistake. Yeah. Like, but no one's really. It's it's all been hanging. Even Robin Williams was and like hanging. hanging is like the ballerest way to fucking. Why go. do you say that? Yeah. Why why, why is that? Because the it's way? like it's the hardest way to go. Like because you actually have to fucking think. Like, like pills, for instance. Like you could just be blackout drunk, wasted. Yeah. Like you just you're just swallowing shit. We're all yeah. we're all fucking like you know just eating constantly. Like swallowing anything is like no big deal. Like sure. And I'm on painkillers, so I'm just gonna like go to bed pretty much. Like it's an easy like pussy way to not feel anything. Like. Well, except that you're like the you're going like I I don't know, but I could imagine that like the reason to hang yourself is because it's a quick it's a quick go. it isn't it isn't because you honestly like you have to you have to think about it where you have to find a rope or something that's going to be strong enough. Well, you've sure. got to find a place where I usually always know like I've. I, and my first sober living that I was telling you about, I used to sit outside and stare at the bar that went across because I was like, that would be a perfect r- thing to hang myself wow, like, over. That's like, a cool that's like, wild. I would sit yeah. there and I would look at it and I'd be like, that's a perfect <laughs> bar right above our porch. Like, holy shit. Like, because you never really see, like, look around. Like, what the fuck would you hang yourself from in here? Well, like, so, but the, so yeah. the thought the thought process leading up to it, so they're putting so thought you, into and it. And as you get up to do it, like, you've got to, like, tie the knot. You've got to, like, you know, as you drop, you're alive for a little bit if you don't break your neck perfectly like would you usually go it's a whole counterbalance thing where you you're there hanging but there's slowly like breath is leaving your body but there's two ways though there's there's the breaking of the neck but then there's also i think with these people it's just like the blood is not going to the brain yes that's what i that's what i found out looking up the breaking of the neck is so difficult like when they hang people for um when you get uh executed like when you go to like in certain states i think like rarely now you can actually get hung but it's a whole counterbalance gallows measure of like math and how much the person weighs and like yeah so so that the neck breaks upon falling so like us trying that for the first time and us getting Oof. it done right is like, but yeah, you're hanging and you're just, you're just hanging. So there. I don't understand the doorknob thing. I'm I sorry I keep going back I, to so, it. I right, so, so this it. is all I can say. I looked it up yesterday. I need first like off, a visual. Can looking you? it up, I felt really weird. As soon as you look how to hang yourself, the first thing that comes up is the suicide 1-800 number, the suicide oh, hotline. And I'm like, oh my God, the FBI totally thinks I'm suicidal right yeah. now. I'm just doing research for an episode of a podcast. But I felt weird just like looking it yeah. up. I'm like, what if someone sees sure. my history? They're going to think I'm dark. But They're going to think you're dark, but you're not building a bomb. Like you're good. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Thank you, thank you. 
But in looking it up, the, the, they're also like, going to be like, Kate's, there's two ways that, uh, based on my research, the one is you can break your neck and then whatever. But the other is you kind of, like I said, when I was a kid, we used to do this thing where we would hold each other's necks and we would pass our friends pass out. out. Did game. you ever do this before? No. So you like, yeah. you go. And then the other person holds the some, neck. Someone holds your neck and then you kind of fall out. So what I. Like that fad. sounds so awesome. And but we, like, was, that's because I'm a fucking drug addict. No, I'm like, we, oh my the God. The thing is, this is, we all did we this. We all did this in high school. So it's basically that principle yeah. where you, you would tie, yeah. like with Chris Cornell, it was an exercise band. You, you put the exercise band and you just get yourself in a way where you. Where you're uh, putting where your you, weight where on. Where you it. pass out and then you're unconscious. And in that state of unconsciousness. Wait, where's the blood, doorknob in relation to the. Behind your head. So, because they're just kind of falling forward on it because yes. they want it. They want to die. Like, like whereas, like, it's it's a lot easier to do that than to like. Right, that's what that's what most things. people are doing and right. so in that state of unconsciousness where when we used to play the pass out game well you wake back up after two seconds and it felt like you were out for maybe five or yeah. ten minutes it was wild but instead of waking back up well now you're unconscious with a band that is tightly around your neck where blood is no longer going yeah. to your brain and it takes about five to ten minutes and in your state of unconsciousness you eventually die that so that's Ooh, like that. Jesus. That's my that's Christ. my homework I did. That's, so that's I gotta what's say happening. though, the whole the whole the whole door like hanger like this the what, do you, what would we call this? This this the, the, the lean? door yeah the like lean. a lean the lean. I gotta say that the lean is a is a little bit not as baller as the like high hanging. Yeah. So now, now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> I'm still trying to visualize the the lean. Like, okay. God, yeah. Here we go. Somebody do it. Right, I can't Kate. even think of how to do it. So Kate is wrapping. Okay. Around the thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think. Yep, so yep. that's like the doorknob. Yep, that's the doorknob. And then she just yeah, you just lean. And oh then my boom. God. And then so it's, it's like the pass out game. All right, pass out. And then then there's no blood going to her head, so she's like that for five minutes. And so it's supposedly it's relatively painless. But here's the thing: I also read if someone if someone comes in while you're passed out, and then they do it, then you have serious brain damage. It's pretty fucking crazy. The things that are involved in suicide is like you know doing it doing it right is like because you could you know do it, wake up with brain damage and then. So the last thing I wanted to talk about in regards to this, these past two had children and a lot of people on social media are just saying, oh my God, this is so selfish. What a shitty um, act. I, it's fun. And I've, I've read people post things are like, I've been suicidal, but I prevailed. And it's almost like, well, I think there's levels of depression. It's like someone can say they survived cancer. Well, yeah, some people have stage four cancer and it's sure. unsurvivable. Do you think those are parallels in regards to depression where people will be like, oh, you're so selfish, but they don't understand how bad it can get? It, I definitely think that. I think that, you know, uh, parallels with, with addiction too. Like you don't know until like you have experienced it, like yeah. that you know that there is a difference because when you're looking from the outside in and you've never been there, you don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You're like, how could you, you know, go and get addicted to heroin? You got two kids, like, totally. And then, like, and then, like, you know, then you realize, like, oh shit, like, I've done that, or like, just somebody it can happen. It. Of course, somebody children are not a, and it doesn't. It isn't like a, a, a like a mass maybe they of, held on this long because, because of their of children. And and for anybody to even judge somebody, yeah, it's just so insane. Well, it's I like, think we're in a time of judging. Period. So it's, it's like I just need to complain about something on the yeah, internet, but and, I, and it's selfish. Come 
come on, selfish, fuck that. Like they, like they were in uh, having a very fucking hard time, and they didn't want. I also like. I don't even know. I don't have a fully formed opinion on this, but mm-hmm. just I almost feel like there is so much judgment wrapped around suicide. When like, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to sound, but like, can't wait to hear it. Why? Like, why? Like somebody, somebody's over it. Somebody, it's some somebody's over. Oh my over god, it. I know. So here's the deal. It's some, <laughs> here's the deal. It's somebody. Here's the deal. They wanted it's, to give up. Give yeah. a, let them like, let them give up. Over but it. but let wait, you don't up. think the kid? You don't think no. that's a factor okay. at all? Well, here's hold the deal. On. Okay, so hold on. Sorry. No, I'm, go go. I love it. Obviously, the kids. Yes, of course, the family. Everybody. Suicide sucks because re- regard. Suicide sucks. Of, it, the and worst. It sucks yeah. mainly for the people who are left, the family members. How sad. Everyone who loved that person person so much yeah that fucking sucks but it doesn't mean that that person was so selfish it means that this person was hurting so fucking much and they couldn't survive they could not move forward so like all of these it's not about you it's, it's not about, about you it's a yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not about that like what? like now that's this per- now these people have these feelings about it and to say somebody's selfish it's just it's no I, absurd ag- I agree with you and, and I and I don't agree with those people I was just bringing it up of but course. then now I'm gonna I'm probably gonna watch some episodes of parts unknown and it's like watching it. I'm like is he in this dark hole the whole time or is it like a bipolar situation when they said that he killed himself like I don't know I I sense something I don't even think I knew about his drug because I don't watch I don't watch yeah. any, of it, any of his shit but like you can like kind of like see that in you know in him in himself. I don't I don't yeah. know like there's just I feel like when so just going back to the kids thing like the so with the Kate Spades right yeah all I know she wrote she left a note okay. she killed herself so the note said um the note said something like uh, sweetheart whatever her name is this isn't your fault ask your father, right? Something like that. So here's the deal. Obviously, that sucks because now this girl, she really just fucked her daughter's life because now her daughter's going to wake up and be like, or grow up, excuse me, and, you know, constantly questioning her dad, blaming possibly her dad for this, whatever. So when I when I was talking about earlier, just in terms of like um, when somebody chooses to go through with suicide, do you think it's something that is just like they've led up to this and they've, they've made the thought okay I really can't or do you think it's because you know how when you have those like extreme moments like you get in a fight with somebody and you and like I'll see red and I'll be like fuck and I'll say terrible things the next day an hour later I'll be like why did I say that she wrote this note and left that note now unfortunately those are her final words her those are her final words she didn't just die because she couldn't take it anymore she now left with like these are your final words. Like, that's an insane. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, had she waited an hour, would she have chosen to maybe not leave at least the note? I don't know. I well, don't that's, really that's know what, what they I'm say. Well, they they say suicide's a permanent decision for a temporary problem. But I think it's way, way thought out. Like, it's, it, like, for me, it's like it comes up, it'll come up over and over and over again. And when yeah. it was, like, really bad, it was just like... It's it's I, it's kind of like when you're like, all right, I really want this tattoo of like a dragon on my back. Yeah. And you're like really drunk one night and you're like, oh, let me wait. Let me see if I still like dragons next week. Yeah. Like, and it, like, you know, you wait a while and then yeah. you get to the point where you're like, I still really like this. Like, I'm going to yeah. do it. So totally. it's like, it's kind of both then, I think is what we're determined. So you, ha- I mean, you, you have, the, well, we don't know, but I mean, the this instinct, is what I'm getting the, from the it. You have festering. To do it, the balls to do it are is, usually in the moment. But right. You, but, sure. but festering thoughts. But you've been thinking thoughts. about it for yes. a long sure. time That's, for you to, for you to actually. 
actually go through with sure. it. You're not like, I've never thought of this before. Yeah. Like, this, maybe I shouldn't just, like, jump the gun here. Yeah. Like, but, if you haven't been, like, that kind of, like, having those thoughts before, it's not like you're going to get into a terrible fight with somebody, see red, lose your shit, and then really kill yourself. I mean, who knows? We don't have the it's, answers. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. have the answers, but, but based on this conversation we've had, that's kind of what I'm getting from yeah. it. Like, it's a festering thought, and then it's a moment where you finally do act on these Wait, And, and it thoughts. usually will, you know, get you... For me, I get to like periods where um, like the depression becomes like so prevalent. Like I have a little like blips like here and there, but that'll just be like, you know, a period where it'll just be really bad and really bad and really bad. And so like you're kind of stuck there for way longer than like say like just every once in a while you're like, oh my God, life sucks. Sure. Like, but then like you're, you get stuck in a dark hole and he might have been getting to a place where those periods were getting longer and longer as opposed to getting shorter and shorter, which is might have what happened over his career. They were they just released this study where things are changing because the majority of, um, of people that attempt suicide are uh, – are women, but the majority of people that uh, actually actually kill themselves. actually uh, succeed yeah. at suicide is men, um, and I think that it, it a lot of it goes into like the whole like manliness aspect or just of like getting it done, like pulling the trigger, or, like hanging Get yourself, or like sure. whatever the physical motions of it. But that's actually like seems to be changing now with like the internet and Facebook and stuff. But they were saying that the majority of suicides now are shifting from like a younger age to like the what were they saying to like the sixties to, to to sixty year olds. Yeah, and it usually because, seems to be like upper class white people. Yeah, they but they said like it's starting to like move over to sixty instead of thirties. And I think personally, I just heard this like statistic like today or yesterday, and my first thought is like because that's fucking the new middle age, and we're just like I'm sixty and I'm. I'm still alive and I lived a great life and I and I just want to get out of here it's like literally we're evolution. not supposed to live this long like yeah so a lot of people now at that age are like killing themselves because it's like they're having what yeah they're ha- they're going through that crisis yeah. now and I think with Bourdain too he had this like punk rock ethic yeah. and I think maybe he just Maybe in his brain too. This was he's he would rather go out shining than yeah. well with Robin Williams. It was he um, was diagnosed with Parkinson's, and so like that was li- later came out. You know that I could imagine. I mean, again, we don't know. I almost feel like we're wasting time talking about mm-hmm. the ifs and the whats and the whatever the fucks. But like, but it's interesting to analyze. Like, cause yeah. we all we all hear different little bits of sure. information that change the whole scenario yeah. but just i didn't know that, he had parkinson's sure. like this well, is he news did. nobody really knew it was something that like he was diagnosed with it and i could imagine i'm you know gathering that like here is this guy who like is known for his wit his you know his performance I'm how, one of the best performers of all time of, yeah you know and like and now he has this discovery that he has this disease that he's going to lose control of essentially what he is known for and so like how do you cope with that and so he didn't he have mental illness though too well so sure yeah he, and like he was battled, an addict as well he yeah. was an addict as well and he battled with mental mental illness and depression and, and things and so um, the icing, the, the icing on the cake, couple with and this. the first person that we've seen really do that is uh, is Michael J. Fox. And how much are you just like sad when you right? would see him you, in the beginning when he was slowly yeah. deteriorating? Like we never saw anybody on TV like yeah. go through Parkinson's. Like he was yeah. the first one. So I can imagine Robin Williams just being like, "Oh fuck!" I don't now want I'm going to be, gonna be that. And yep. God bless Michael J. Fox. I he's mean, back I think on he's TV now. yeah. I mean, he's embraced he it as well yeah. as he could. But on um uh the uh, designated survivor. Oh, okay. I Good haven't seen him. he was also on an episode of Curb 
where really? that, where the, it's literally like an ongoing yeah. joke about his Parkinson's. I oh no, yeah, him. with the with the bill and yeah, the, yeah, and yeah. the wine or like exactly. Yes, yeah. So I mean, he's handled oh, that's it great. Yeah. as best as he could. Sure. Oh God, should been, we move on? Because no, I want we still have to hear about. I want to hear about what Kate, what you do. I mean, you you paint with your asshole. Oh yeah, I paint with my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so like, should we? Okay, we have. A, what well, we can either can, we can continue this now or we can have Kate back on. I mean, do we have? Uh, how's I say. Your clock I mean, we we have like. Let's give her another like, fit ten fifteen okay. minutes. No, well, okay, so do your you name need, is. Do you need to pee or anything? Does anyone need to take a bathroom break? Do we need a sec and then come back, or we go? I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. All right. Great. So I'm still alive. Um, Great. I'm so happy. We're about all that. alive. We're all We're alive. alive. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I uh, I'm an anal artist. I paint with my asshole, and <laughs> it's like there's multiple meanings to that. Like, cause my network is the anal artist um, via Marky. That's what we do in class. Um, where like I'm anal about art, my opinion, and okay. I literally draw with my asshole. Do you do that in front of people, or is it, is it so? How I was did that bring- come to be? It came to be like anything else, like where I'm just like, oh, that'd be interesting, like, and I just do it. Like, so I, did you I just don't, like, try it one night, yeah, like at your like, place? You just yeah. stuck a pencil in your asshole. Yes, a sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> you just and then you what? You put down like a big piece of paper and then. Yeah, I put it on a chair at the time. Me and my best friend, we uh, had this web series uh, that we were doing. So we just like did it for one of the episodes. Like I just like hung it on like a chair and just like drew her like fucking while she was like sitting on the couch. It was super funny. Like, but um, yeah. And so so then you were like, I actually like this. Well, it was just like it was fascinating to me. But it also was like I'm always just like interested in like the like just the weirdest shit, which is like sucks because like I have to find the hardest thing to do, like fucking learn to paint with my asshole. Like there's no, there's no paintbrushes for this made for this. I got to fucking build them. Like this what the is fuck? so. It's God. like the red box we were talking about. Yeah, maybe you could do the red box, but yeah, maybe you could paint with your asshole. But Kate did it first. Yeah. Kate. So now, so now moving forward, if I see anyone else painting with their asshole, I'm just gonna be like, okay, here Please. we go. Please. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, so now yeah, well, we're I, all just artists. Well, paint. We all are artists, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's uh, do I do it for people? What was the question? So have you so before we were we were talking even with music, the difference between recording in a studio and performing yes. in front of an audience with visual art? I guess you could kind of embrace both of those elements where you could. Or I'm going to ask you now: Have you ever performed in front of someone where you paint with your asshole in front of an audience, and then at the end of that, you will have a final product, much like a song that people can. Hold on to for the rest of time. Yes, um, in the in the beginnings, I would uh, go on um, the Dr. Susan Block show. She used to do Real Sex HBO. She has a show that co- goes every Saturday night in Los Angeles, and so I would like come on and I call them like my anal art quickies, like where it's like almost like a caricature that I'll do when I like am on the go and I'm like just like somewhere like. And like I would just I would perform and, and do um, like portraits like there, which is like marker, like just so like you can draw simple. a person with your butthole. Yeah, but it's not going to be like, you know, like, can you draw this turtle? Like, and it looks like perfect. Like, well, right. I didn't think. Right. So. Okay. But, but yeah, like so I would I would do that. Um, and then uh, that those are like the more simple pieces, obviously. Um, and then I've done. uh I I'm trying to think. I've definitely recorded it and then I and then put it on my uh my on demand subscription web series site 
Um, and then I just did uh, performing this uh, this online performance festival, which is basically like a performance festival that has artists from around the world that are like broadcasts, like live, like all around the this world. This is coming up. No, it, it just it happened like a month ago. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, so my performance piece, like I did two um, paintings, and so it was just like me broadcasting, like me like doing the paintings, and like that in my mind is like it's a performance piece in and of itself, like regardless of the piece, like the actual process for me is like an entire piece, like in and of itself, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's so cool. So like that was the performance piece was me doing it. And then, um, and then at the end I just showed them both really quickly. Um, but it was more highlighting the actual performance. And then like, you know, so people could watch that live from around the globe. And then there's now a recorded version of that online. And that changes the whole meet, like the whole way of viewing it because you're viewing a recording as opposed to a live, as opposed to being in the room, like mm-hmm. lots of levels. So it's like there. multifaceted. Yeah. There, there's a lot of different levels to it. And then, um, I just, uh, I submitted the, the two pieces to, um, this art show in, I don't know, some bumblefuck state, like, on the East Coast. Like, I can't even think right now. Like, but I, West Virginia. Uh, yeah, like, somewhere like yeah. Virginia. I think it might have been, like, Virginia or something yeah. like that. So, like, I got they got accepted. So, now they're on viewing that in this show that's coming up in, I think, in the second week of June. So, next week. So, like, then the pieces there from that performance art piece are, like, another piece, you know, like, to... Mm-hmm. Like be on display in a gallery. Sorry, I'm looking at going to your Instagram. Oh, right it's now. all good. My Instagram is like interesting because at the anal artist, if you want to follow Kate. Yeah, it's got it's like this like brand. The whole I'm struggling with the whole being an oh, artist and branding. Brand, and I like, know they they don't seem to go together well. One feels very corporate. One feels and this very is creative. What you work on in your class yes. with Marky. Yes, yeah. brand. You know, the which whole. I like it because it's a challenge because it makes you do things that I never would have done sure. or thought of. But at the same time, it's this whole like what am I, what the fuck am I doing? Who am I? Like why the fuck am I doing this? Like is this yeah. Stupid? And what's what's my voice? What do I have yeah. to say? Like what a right. Yeah. But it's I I do enjoy going to those classes. So how long I'm looking trying to look for a butthole painting. Oh, well, that's the problem too with Instagram is that the uh, guidelines prevent me from putting oh. those things on there. So like I've been oh. banned from Facebook a bunch of times, but so like <laughs> I've just kind of been like I don't want to deal with the with the with getting kicked off or worrying about it and all that jazz. The so, trials and tribulations the of an anal artist. Tribu- tribulations of all social networks that I've kind of like weaved my way around over the years. Um, and uh, I don't want to affect other people's accounts either, like, because that'll happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're not on there. Those are on my website. Okay. Um, yeah. What's but your website? Let people know. My website is theanalartist.life. Dot life. dot life. I dot life. didn't even know that was an option. Yeah, I, I didn't know, know it was an option, uh, option either, but I also have dot com. So if you do dot com, it just goes to dot life. But I asked Marky and Marky's like, no, make it a lifestyle brand. Keep it dot life. And I'm like, all right, well, I've got dot com too. So I'll just forward on there <laughs> dot too. Life is very good. Is it? Because I thought when when everyone was giving them out, I'm like, she's just basically coming up with new names because they've run out of like dot com. Yeah. You know what I mean? So wait, well, you, do you, ha- you, you have some of these pictures on your anal artist dot life? Yes. Go, so look it up all real right, quick, man. Anal artist dot life. 
the dot com works as well. Yeah, and so that's I've I've uh, I've kind of just been exploring that whole that being my network and you know writing blog articles and like I've been trying to do some. No, you do like cool weekly videos where you just literally help people tap into ways that they yeah, can be the, more well, creative. Yeah, well, the anal, anal art challenge is basically like my performance piece is getting like people from around whoever that sees that to do that performance piece to just affect that change like with some stupid thing like to whatever. It's so amazing though. The that anal one's artist or anal artist? The anal artist. The anal. Okay. But it's amazing. A stupid thing like that could literally change exactly. every. It's and like a domino effect. And that's kind of like what I what I like about it. Should I do dot life or dot com? Whatever. It just leads <laughs> you to the same place. Oh, it does? Yeah. It yeah. Was just, I was just saying because he would understand because of our class. Like, and oh. it's 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 rare that um, we meet people that we can actually converse with about a lot of these things. Yeah. You know, like, so it's nice to just like. No, this is cool. Have this little extra tidbits like of thoughts I've had about dot life dot com that no one else in the world's thinking about. Like. Totally. Okay. All right, here we go. Are you going to have any shows coming up? I, me and Megan would love to oh, come. Oh, I would love to come. Oh, my God. Um, Keep us posted. I haven't. I, no, I don't have anything scheduled. Okay. Well, just let us know because. I will definitely. Totally let us know. So what should I be looking at on here? X, here, do you want to take me to it? This has been very fun. It's been a lot. I feel like. No, I mean, obviously, suicide's not fun, but this conversation's been very interesting. It's been great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just so curious. Like, I wanna, I wanna see how. I wanna like watch you paint with your butt. It's weird. Like, like when I was like doing these paintings and like recently, like I was like getting like really just like dead, like serious about it, and I was like, oh my god, this is weird. Like, not like weird, but it's just interesting. To what see do you mean how, like, serious about it? Like, well, when I first started doing it, I knew that I needed to invent a butt plug of some kind to be able to hold like whatever stylus I want, like in my asshole, because paintbrushes are of different widths. Same with like a pencil marker, etc. And oh, so, like, right. that was so, a like- whole function in and of itself, where I'm like, I was like drawing prototypes and like trying different like mechanisms of like being able to like holster in like. Because like, I'm just thinking you're just holding it with your butthole muscle. Yeah, which is which is basically like a Sharpie will do that like okay with like no lube because like otherwise it would like slide right out. But that's just like, you know, like bare, like bare bonesing it and like like an okay with but still not that great. And so I've <laughs> got to invent a butt plug yeah. as like part of being able to do all this. And that's like a whole fucking project in and of itself. So wait, is the butt plug, would this be like if I have like an electric screwdriver? And I can take off the Phillips head and I can take, you can just put on the different brushes. That's what the, the butt oh, plug is. Oh, that's what the butt plug is. <laughs> that's what the butt plug is. That's you very good. You are completely right because after multiple prototypes and different methods of doing it with like a screw on the side and stuff, I basically came up to the, came up to the conclusion that the, uh, the top of my power drill was the solution. So I got various different sizes of those like whatever the fuck they're called, I forget right now, that go on top. So I can get yeah. a smaller one to fit on top of a butt plug or attach it to to be able to put in whatever I wanted and hold it. It's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So like that's like a whole like where I'm still working on that and uh, it's limits it limits my styluses but I've gotten I've gotten kind of serious about it. Um, I'm in so terms excited of to see just, this. You know method and technique and, and different colors like I really want to start painting with oil like I've only been painting it. with acrylic and the problem with these two is that, like, when I was holding, like, the very smaller brushes, they were, like, mm-hmm. literally falling like out of my one. ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. These are so cool. I'm just so curious how you move. So are you walking, like, on your, like, how are you moving to paint? Um, 
I like are like I envision you like are you like squatted? I'm like I'm like squatting, but I'm hoping that when I like develop a butt plug that will like hold it really securely. I can like Jackson <laughs> I can like Jackson Pollock it, you know, yeah. like, like, on the ground <laughs> yeah. and like but like right now, like yeah. I'm like this and yeah. like I'm like moving around like, like that. And then like and then basically like I've gotta like like put paint from my like uh <sighs> palette like on the paintbrush and if it's like good in there still like i'll just kind of like you know put it on it and like, yeah mix the color and yeah then continue or i'll have to like you know take it out and then like fucking like mix do the color and then put it back in and then like go and with the smaller brushes they're like literally like like just like flying out of my box because they're just like super thin like you know like trying to get a little detail yeah so it's yeah, I'm basically oh, like awesome. squatting, and it's a like a thigh workout. You, you know this what I'm picturing? So cool. I'm picturing you going on Shark Tank right now and being like, "All right, I have the perfect." Oh my butt god! Plug. You need to. <laughs> Mark, that would be who's so good. Buy my butt plug that I, I was surprised that it didn't exist. Like I'm like, ours. No one invented something that you could change what comes out of it. Like what? Yeah. The fuck? That's so good. Oh, please go on no, Shark Tank and sell your... I don't your, even know how to go on Shark Tank. Well, we're going to look into we gotta it. We got to figure it out. We're going to figure gotta, it out. You got to get on Shark Tank for this. They would never let me on Shark Tank. Why? Because they would be like, this is a joke. I don't know. I don't know. If I'm watching Shark Tank and someone is pitching their like paintbrush butt plug, I'm not changing the channel. Yes, but you're not buying it. I told you. Well, I, so I told you. Old, I wanted to put the brush well, in my asshole. It's a good. It's a good point. How many? Pe- it's a good point because how many people are actually wa- painting with their buttholes? Oh. Yeah, very few. Do you know any more? No, uh, no. You're the only one. Yeah. So yeah. like my butt, my butthole problems with the butt plug are, are like your mine. Your, yeah, are yours. Well, that nobody maybe, wants it. Maybe it'd be nobody funny to do them. a sketch where we do like a. Fake. I take back the Shark Tank. You're not going on. Well, we we could do a sketch with like a fake Shark Tank. I've never seen Shark Tank <laughs> yeah. parodied before. That could be yeah. funny. Shark Tank parody is is. Oh my God, the rejects. It's like American Idol, like, but like, yeah. it's a Shark Tank. Like, that would uh, be funny. The pitch is prior. Like, I've got this idea the for pi- tape. <laughs> yeah. It's green. Or just oh. like the pitch. Yeah, the pitches are something that everyone's like, nobody wants that. Oh, God. Just like, yeah. I, yeah, how would you pitch that? It's a screwdriver. It's for your. <laughs> It's a screwdriver. You it's shove a butt it in your plug, asshole. And you can put it's as like many a Swiss Army knife, but it's a Swiss Army butt plug. You can put as many different paintbrushes in there, and then you can paint with your asshole conveniently. Everyone's like, why? I love <laughs> I love Swiss Army butt plug. Swiss oh. Army butt plug. All right. Well, we'll work on it. This has been an amazing conversation, Kate. I yeah. really appreciate you doing Thanks this today. For, I appreciate you having me. Thanks for opening up and talking so candidly about You everything. as well. You guys are were right in there with me. Yeah. You really are fascinating in the, in the best sort of way and I truly do believe like a screenplay like your life is yeah ab- like it's, now you're she's already working no, I know on so she, many I know, things I know she's she doesn't like, want a screenplay I, I, I know that thing. I know she doesn't want a screenplay but I really think <laughs> yeah. I, she's like damn it yeah I know you're already like okay here we go I, I'm sorry right, scratch yeah. that but I mean no no, no, no totally idea. completely but like idea. that's how fucked up my mind is that like I take all these like good yeah. ideas really seriously to it, where yeah. I'm just like Oh, no, I get fuck. it. I get it. I get How it. How am I going to do everything? <laughs> I'm just, it's yeah. a nice way of me saying you're, you're completely fascinating, and I, you are I really appreciate you as a human being. I really well, do. Thank you. Yeah, cool. it was so nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. Yeah, this has been really awesome. I'm gonna uh, go on your site and probably stalk you for a little bit. Oh, that's, that's just what it's there for. Okay, great. 2018. That's what we do. Yeah, just I mean, isn't that awful? I yeah. know. Yeah. It's just it's like scary. How, the amount of people I've stalked. 
Oh God! You, well, that's a whole episode. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, Where, like, yeah. Then you get into their world, and then you like know about their. Oh, cousin. and then you find their ex girlfriend, and you're at their. And then you know about your. You're in Cabo with the ex girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And gets. then you're like, they always go to Cabo. They love Cabo. <laughs> oh, they're at and that same like, hotel, and it's, and it's like they're just really posting pictures from one trip they took a year. Ago. Oh yeah, yeah, it's just a bunch of throwback Thursdays, <laughs> and you're doing the detective work. Oh God! All right. God, so well, much, wi- so much time I've wasted. Uh, fucking, it's awful. Go, I hate our, our go stalk Kate on Instagram at the anal artist and I think if you're down we should definitely have her on again uh, if, 100% because we, we have so much, LA. we have yeah. some yes she lives here now welcome Woo, to downtown Los great. Angeles and uh, I guess uh, we'll see you next time on we don't bang by the way I love the name oh, oh. we don't bang like so much better than the old name hugs yeah. and hugs way I better even, right I didn't even understand the old name no I was one like, understood it I was like it's like some like indie kind of funny thing no like, it but, sucks like, nobody, really, nobody like, it sucks this one is amazing okay yeah. so well, well done. Thank Kate you. approved. We don't bet. Kate approved. <laughs> Good. All right. Good job, guys.